Did you realize, actually, I hope not, that pornography, along with gambling, are among the biggest money-making schemes on the internet? Hi, I'm Rex Rogers, and this is episode number 72 of Discerning What is Best, a podcast applying unchanging biblical principles in a rapidly changing world and a Christian worldview to current issues in everyday life. Since the late 1990s, the number one sin in the Christian church might just be pornography. That's right, looking at salacious pictures and videos. Christians? Yes, Christians, and just about everyone else. Common sense, and certainly moral values, tell you pornography is insidious. It is beguiling, alluring, treacherous, and it entraps both the willing and the unsuspecting because it keys on otherwise normal human curiosity and inclinations regarding sexuality. Brain scans have shown that pornography has the same effect on the brain as cocaine. So yes, pornography is insidious. Pornography is now also ubiquitous, meaning it is virtually everywhere, and via the internet, accessible 24-7 to anyone with a smartphone. It is also increasingly in our face, in print or billboard advertisements, in media commercials, in online pop-ups, in entertainment like cinema, television, plays, videos, online games, and more. Porn sites receive more website traffic in the U.S. than Twitter, Instagram, Netflix, Pinterest, and LinkedIn combined. More than a dozen states in the U.S. have declared pornography a public health crisis in 2019. Hollywood produces about 3,000 movies a year. The porn industry films around 12,000. Porn usage surged during the COVID-19 pandemic. One pornographic site found that the more restrictive the COVID rules, the greater the increase in porn viewership. New Pew Research Center data has found that nowadays 63% of men under 30 are electively single up from 51% in 2019. And experts blame erotic alone time online as a major culprit. Every second, over 28,000 users are watching pornography on the internet. Over $3,000 is being spent on pornography on the internet every second. Every day, 68 million search queries related to pornography, 25% of total searches, are generated. 116,000 queries related to child pornography are received. There are over 42 million porn websites, which totals over 370 million pages of porn. The porn industry's annual revenue is more than the NFL, NBA, and the MLB combined. It's also more than the combined revenues of ABC, CBS, and NBC. 11 is the average age that a child is first exposed to pornography, and 94% of children will see porn by the age of 14. 56% of American divorces involve one party having an obsessive interest in pornographic websites. Now let's think about Christians. 68% of church-going men and over 50% of pastors view porn on a regular basis. Of young Christian adults 18 to 24, 76% are actively searching for porn. 
33% of women under age 25 search for porn at least once per month. 87% of Christian women have watched pornography. 57% of pastors say porn addiction is the most damaging issue in their congregation. Daily, two and a half billion, with a B, emails are sent and received containing pornographic material. Pornography is not just harmless titillation. Viewing porn leads to addiction, warped ideas about sexuality and women, a decreased ability to maintain healthy relationships, and an increase in teen pregnancy. The pursuit of degrading, uncommon, or aggressive sexual behaviors, and a loss of self-control and self-esteem. Families can face problems like infidelity, material dissatisfaction, separation. In just the past seven years, subscription sites have been developed that enable content creators to monetize their so-called influence, in other words, monetize themselves. It is a platform that allows creators to upload their own content behind a paywall, which can then be accessed by their so-called fans for a monthly fee and maybe one-off tips. This means sex workers, entrepreneurial girls and women, actresses and models of all ages, who want to make money from their pictures and videos, can now create their own homepages, charge what the traffic will bear, interact with their fans via direct messages if they wish, and profit directly from their posts. Typically, the content posted on these subscription porn sites goes far beyond what is currently permissible on social media sites like Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and so forth. These social media sites are often used as places to post teasers to entice viewers to access the subscription sites. One of the world's most popular subscription pornography sites, a name I've chosen not to use on this podcast, claims 28.5 billion total visits. That's 81 million a day. America has become not just a sex-saturated, but a porn-saturated society. And this rapid embrace of the dark side has had its effect. Young Americans do not think pornography is a negative thing. When they speak about pornography with their friends, 90% of teens and 96% of young adults say they do so in a neutral, accepting, or encouraging way. Only 1 in 20 young adults and 1 in 10 teens say their friends think viewing pornography is a bad thing. Teens and young adults say not recycling is more immoral than viewing pornography. Most teenagers are sexting. 66% of teens and young adults have received a sexually explicit image via text, and 41% have sent one. More girls than boys have sent explicit texts. Porn is not just a male matter anymore. While men have traditionally consumed pornography at a much higher rate than women, it appears that females, particularly younger ones, are starting to catch up. Efforts to decrease the use of pornography have gone absolutely nowhere in recent years, and instead its use has skyrocketed due to the internet. In 2019, for the first time, a majority of Democrats said they found it morally acceptable, 53%. Only 27% of Republicans do. In his ebook, Your Brain on Porn, Luke Gilkerson concludes, pornography is essentially wrong because of its message. 
It rips sexuality from its relational context and presents human beings not as creatures made in the image of God, but as sexual commodities, something to be bought and sold. Pornography has also become even raunchier. Sexual intercourse was once considered hardcore pornography. Now, graphic sexual intercourse is mundane, and the term hardcore is applied to sadomasochistic activities, violence, fetishes, and other perversions. And books and movies like Fifty Shades of Grey normalize degeneracy. Since pornography is insidious and ubiquitous, it can overwhelm us. But we should remember porn is also iniquitous. It is sinful because it twists the human sexuality God designed for enjoyment and procreation and lifelong monogamous marriage into something rude and crude and lewd. Porn debases both the producers and the consumers. Inevitably, it leads to other sin, and it destroys what it touches, hearts and minds, relationships, marriages, careers, reputations, self-respect. Well, we'll see you again soon. This podcast is about discerning what is best. If you find this thought-provoking and helpful, follow us on your favorite podcast platform. Download an episode for your friends. For more Christian commentary, check my website, R-E-X-M as in Martin, that's rexmrogers.com. And remember, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm. Stand firm.